Good to see everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Happy Hans. New Year to you. Hans I come done. in here, you know, it's all the lights are off. You're sitting in the corner and every Christmas light in the house is on. You're listening to Sammy Davis Christmas, which I thought was interesting because he was Jewish. I didn't I know that he did Christmas. <laughs> no, you know what? I dropped Sammy. I dropped Sammy when he converted. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's saying that this is not working. I just got a message. So let me just uh, bear with us. We're going to have to start the broadcast over. But I want to see what's going on here. Well, why don't you get in it says here. that we're good. You know, it's all. It says we're good. So who said we're bad? I don't know. So let's just go on with the show. You can hear us. You can do everything. So happy New Year, buddy. Same to you uh, again. You know, it's <laughs> still 2020. Save the next one for 21. For 21. Can I? Uh, can I share this? Can you fill? Can you tell them about what's been going what on? What are in you your doing? Life? I am sharing the show on my Facebook page. That's what I'm supposed to do. Lights are off. See? You're there you go. Serious. Look at you. <laughs> You know, share I that. Sammy. I dropped Sammy when he converted. Oh, this is the part where you fill. You can. Oh, what am I going to fill? Want me to talk about those sponsors? And we're off. Sorry about that. See, you would think after 75 years in the business, you would know that when your partner is, is trying to do something for the, you know, for the benefit of the program, you fill. But you weren't going to play ball. You were not going to fill. You're just going to make me sit there and look like a putz. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are what you are. Well, so uh, sorry about being late today. Got caught up in a few things. Had to go by the bank. Mm -hmm. You know, Bobak. Uh, Enterprise. Well, you're selling mugs. That's one good thing. Well, right. Right. And we and take you cash. you your mug. It's in the dishwasher. They're going like crazy, everybody. Yeah, especially the ones that say with Hans. Those are the live, ones that were sold. Live with Hans. <laughs> live with Hans. So, uh, so what do you think? It's official now. We haven't been on on the air in quite some Couple time. Of weeks. It's yeah, been I'm great. People who ask me, "Where's my commentary?" I haven't written. This is the longest I've ever taken off in five years. Wow. You know what? I didn't even think twice about not noticing. I didn't notice that. Well, thanks. <laughs> So what I'm saying is I would think that people that read that, you know, religiously, religiously yeah. if they don't get one for two or three I days, know. they're it's, probably worried they about alarmed. Mr. Bach. They were alarmed. They're probably worried about yeah. you. So you probably got a lot to get off your chest. So the, the big news, of course, other than Georgia, we'll talk about that in a minute, but the, the big news, I think, was obviously the Falcons making it official. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, it's just really disgraceful. You laugh, but don't laugh. Well, I mean, but, it's so important to our town. And and this guy just taking it, you know, with his arrogance, Arthur Blank's ar arrogance, prevents him from doing the right thing. Listen, it's the <clears> PSLs. To it's look the into PSLs this. have sabotaged the whole organization. He doesn't want to make a knee-jerk reaction with the coaches and everything. They've got to knee -jerk fix Knee-jerk reaction? Knee-jerk reaction? He's, listen, he's not going to be around forever, okay? He doesn't want to see another, you know, rebuild. He doesn't. Oh, want so what, what should we do? Why don't we just send money directly to Arthur? <laughs> Why do we have to go downtown in the traffic? Well, nobody's that? doing that. So that's my point. The PSLs have freaking ruined the whole organization. Do you think? Do you think Honestly. that the, the Falcon vibe in this town, because of Dan Quinn, is going to cause a rush on Arthur's tickets? I don't think so. But my point is, is because of the, the the whole PSL thing and the rights to have to buy tickets and everything. The fans can't go to the games. Right. That's a huge problem. It, There's no all... turning this around. I don't care who the coach is. 
Well, it's all part of the problem. I mean, well, I've been talking for a couple of years about how distant the Falcons are to the community. Dude, nobody we cares. We don't see them. We don't. F- People would care if they team they could get their team back. Listen, people I have would a, care. People feel the fact that I have Arthur a, is absconded with this team. He's preventing us from getting involved with the team. I have a group thread, okay, of twelve guys that I grew up with, all huge sports fans. Every hot sports topic we put on there, right? When the Falcons made it official, put Quinn back. I put it on there. Every single one of them replied, like, "Who cares? Like, seriously, what difference does it make? Like, they they could be so dis." You know what I'm saying? And that's how oh, most fans tragedy. are. They don't it's care. Tragedy. It's a tragedy that that's taking place. And the, the reason is it's Arthur. Arthur has done this. He's the one that's been running. He's the one who's, who's separated the, the team from the town. But how did we fall so far? Is it the 28-3? to 3? Is this like the ultimate scenario where we just can't overcome it? Which? The, the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. This is all that because that was the pinnacle. We were Super Bowl champions, and ever since then, it has just been well, one we shitty super, thing we after were another. Super Bowl champions, and, and and you know, it all came together. It was a perfect storm. We had exceptional personnel. That's why going into 2017, uh, 2018, rather. We were the Super Bowl favorite no. because of personnel, because of beating uh, New England in the Super Bowl. We were Super Bowl favorites, yeah. and we went downhill because Dan, instead of starting all over again with fundamentals, that he tried to pick up where we left off. You can never do that. Well, especially with Shanahan's offense. Right, to, to, to take a guy from college and, Sir, and Sarkeesian well, that, and, know, and try to make him run, basically, you know. He, he was his agent's buddy. But why? They I both get shared that. the same agent. That's how he got the job, well, and Arthur allowed that to happen. Why won't they let Matt Ryan call the plays? I mean, the guy's been the quarterback here for 45 years, right? These, these coordinators that are coming in, aren't they learning from him? What they do you be. like to do? Right. What do you and Julio like to run? Like, they should be the guys learning from them. Right. You know, they should be calling the plays, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. Right, definitely. Yeah. Especially when you got a guy like Matt Ryan who's so cerebral and doesn't fly. You know, he's, he's even-tempered. You know, just you know, bring him up to the line of scrimmage and make the call. It's going to be interesting to see what they do in the draft. I mean, you got to think they're going to take – because they got two second-round picks and then the first-round picks. So they got three in the top 60, um, and maybe even higher than that, depending on what New England does. So we got some interesting matchups, but what I'm saying is, I would say I think right t- now we're picking 16. Yeah, 16. But I'm saying you got two second rounders, mm-hmm, right. so you got to get pass rush, mm-hmm. right? You right. got to get a running back. I, I put running back at the top of the list. I mean, we've got to find a way to run the ball, and if that's a, another guard that can be a mauler at left guard, and maybe that's how we do it. Well, those two rooks at the end came on really strong in the last six weeks. Yeah, but Alex Mack, I'm just saying, like, we got to find a way to run the football. Whether that's cutter or personnel, I have no idea. But we got to find a way, you know, to figure that out. Well, being down 21 points in the first half typically doesn't. Right, no. That doesn't help. That doesn't lend itself to a running game. (laughs) It does not. Unless you're Paul Johnson. (laughs) We're down 45. Dive. (laughs) That was the most frustrating thing to me about Tech, is when they would be down in a game. And they need, and they, it would be like third nineteen, right. and they would hand the ball. Off. Right, right. Yeah, the dive play, hoping like everybody in the middle of the field was going to go out for a coffee and bagel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Good call, Paul. 
I mean, Bo, I mean, how do you fix this? I mean, the PSLs, I mean, the I'll Falcons? leave it alone. Yeah, I mean, that, until well, they resolve know, they, that, man. I'll tell you what, the only way we could fix this is if Arthur sells the team, and I mean that seriously. Got to get rid of the PSLs, whoever buys it. Take his team. money, take your money, Arthur, and run. Will you please? I'd rather go watch the aquarium. But I think... <laughs> And Bernie would like that. Yeah. Yeah, Bernie would like that. That's why I put the Ferris wheel right across the street from Arthur's Playhouse. Of course. So when you come out of there, you can jump on Bernie's ride for 24 bucks mm -hmm. and sit up there and dangle in the breeze. Is that Bernie's deal? That's Bernie's deal. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, 24 bucks to go to the top of that freaking thing. And you go up there and you swing around in the wind and then you come down. I'd rather die. <laughs> $24. Or to jump out uh, off the curb in front of a cab. But I never thought that that part of Atlanta would become such a tourist trap. Think of all the tourist stuff well, down there. the Olympics did there. that, I guess. Huh? Yeah, but yeah, now that's it's where like... the Olympics were centered. People in the Olympics didn't even come up to Buckhead until the final week, until the last half, of the, maybe about Wednesday, the second week. You're right. They started to filter uptown. You're right, because when we would leave there, we would go to Buckhead, and mm -hmm. it would pretty much be empty. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Greatest scam ever perpetrated on the on the, uh, the public. But it built this. It helped build the city. It built the city. The destroyed city. the city. Oh, both. Destroyed Look at all the, the industry. You can't the go anywhere. You can't estate. do anything. There's the education value here for people. It's a great place to raise a family. One of the top places in the United States to have a family. It's great for millennials. It's great for the seniors. Everybody loves it here. The it's great. For lunch pails, because you should pack a lunch if you're going to get on the Tommy highway. moved down here, for God's Tommy sake. Tommy came here. My nephew, I they, know. You guys come down here and you never leave, so I don't want to hear it. I'm out. Where are you going? I'm going with him. Oh, please. Would they have you back up there in the motherland? <laughs> they throw rose petals on, on Fifth Avenue. <laughs> Somebody's going to clean this mess up. Um... So anyway, I don't know how you fix it. And I keep harping on the PSLs, but the fact of the matter is you are not going to find Falcons fans that are going to spend that kind of money on tickets and go to games consistently. Well, the they don't thing, exist. You know, the whole thing is corporate. And I see that you know the other night we had corporate tickets sitting in a buddy's uh, box behind the Hawks bench. Uh, oh, yeah. And, you know, the whole thing's corporate. Yeah. You know, it's, you know they, yeah. they could care less about Joe or Harry. Yeah, the guy sitting next to us, he was with... Uh, Big company. I can't remember. He brought his wife, but that was a cool experience. Yeah, sitting down mm -hmm. there. I, I I remember gym seats on the other side, but this is the first time I'd sat on the ones on this side. And the one thing I took out of it, and this to me, and I'm glad that I have at least four or five hundred people listening right now. I, I, and I tried to explain this to you at the game. I don't know if it came through. They ran a pick and roll. Milwaukee did against mm -hmm. us twice. Now we're talking NBA basketball, and Bo and I were sitting right up basically behind the Hawks bench. They ran this pick and... What do you think we're talking to, foreigners? I mean, when you start off like that, you got to explain it's NBA basketball you're talking? Sorry. What do we you think? Paint a picture. What do you here. think? This is our people. I want to paint a picture. But I'm sorry for wasting your time. I mean, these people watching now are one of us. Milwaukee comes down and runs a simple pick and roll. It's Damian Jones and it's uh, De'Aaron uh, Hunter or whatever his name, Hunter. And uh, DeAndre Hunter. And the first time he goes under, when he goes under, mm -hmm. Lopez hits mm -hmm. the three. Sixth time he goes over, mm -hmm. they throw the lob pass. Guy goes in for a mm -hmm. wide open dunk. Mm -hmm. We call a timeout. Our guys had no idea what to do. And they're, I mean, Hunter's a good defender. He's yeah. a smart guy. Right. But the way they were selling it with the play, they just could not figure it out. So the coaches went over there, not Lloyd. He was drawing up a mm -hmm. play. 
which worked on by its mm -hmm. way coming out of the timeout. But an assistant was down there working with these guys, telling them how to do it. This time the Hawks are down 20, like in mm -hmm. the second quarter, getting blown out of the gym. Budenholzer, who's the coach from Milwaukee, mm -hmm. they come back down the very next time, run the exact same play on the opposite side of the floor with two new Hawks defenders. Mm -hmm. I think it's Alex Lynn and somebody mm -hmm. else, and they freaking score on the two same ways again. Right. And they have to burn another timeout. That, to me, is just the Atlanta Hawks in a nutshell. When you're talking about something as simple as a pick and roll and you have to waste two timeouts to get that figured out and give up nine point no, no well I'm you know 10 I'm, points. I'm, I'm I'm trying to think why and and one of the reasons why maybe contributing to it I don't know for sure it's like the guys are not getting coached in college because the guys are not in college you know for the most part so you talking about the basics though you're not seeing that you know you where do you see a sophisticated pick and roll in college you know yeah. I mean you do. But not like you do every single night. Man, and they Almost were running every possession. But they were running it with Lopez, and he's seven one, whatever. Yeah. And well, when he, he throws, but when he can shoot over it, mm -hmm. but when he throws that, you know, on, right. on the cut, mm -hmm. he can throw over everybody. Mm -hmm. And I'm, we were sitting there for some. How the hell do you stop that? You know. Right. And then they just flip it to the other side. That's what Coach Budenholzer does. Well, you know, you know, don't forget we talked about it for a couple of years. You know, the Hawks at least are. They have a plan, right? And right, right, moving right. forward, we're in a position, we're in a situation right now where we don't have anybody who can score. We have nobody to go to when we need a basket, right? And the worst guy you nobody. want, but the the last guy you want on your team, I'd say the two positions that on your team that you don't want to be your go to guy are your center and your point guard, right? right? You because you can't have your point guard being the guy unless you play him off ball. Because you see Kyrie Irving coming down, he dribbles the ball around, you know, James. Mm -hmm. That's never going to win anything. That that style never wins. It just doesn't. It's entertaining to mm -hmm. watch, but it doesn't. And then of course your center. You don't want to go to your center right. at the end of a game. No, but I want a I want a point guard who's able to take it inside, nothing there, keep his dribble and come back outside again. You know what I mean? I don't want to take away uh, uh, point guard's ability to penetrate because he has the ball. Yeah, I don't see that with Trey at all. Offensively, I have no you, problem you were just, with him. No, you were talking about how you don't want your point guard to have that responsibility. That it's just, responsibility. I don't like that hero ball with the point guard. Everybody in the gym knows he's going to shoot it, but he's also the guy bringing it down. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, yeah. that's, that's bad well, basketball. Trey gets into that a little bit. He has to. That's my point. Like, you don't want to be in that situation. Like if you're if you're Kyrie Irving and you're doing that crap and you got LeBron James out on the wing, mm -hmm. now you know why LeBron and him didn't see eye to eye. Mm -hmm. right? right? Same thing with Kyrie and Boston. Right. Like some guys just can't sit there. You've got to have lackeys that want to play that kind of ball. Right. That's why I'm so surprised that Westbrook has kept his mouth shut in Houston. Because I mean, you just watch hard and just dribble the air out of the ball and put well, up, you know, the reason 60 is because they were good friends and they came together and, and you know, I'm sure there's animosity. I'm sure there's tremendous frustration on Westbrook's part. I don't know how many guys could play with Harden. Chris Paul got out of there, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 brutal. It's brutal. Westbrook's one of my favorite guys to watch. I mean, right. I think he's a revelation every time he does something. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on that. But we'll see. Trey's back tonight. We play the Celtics. Nice to get a win without Trey. The mm -hmm. other night we beat mm -hmm. Orlando. I didn't even see that coming. It's like one of the only games I didn't even watch this year. Yeah. But uh, Gibson played good, so it looks like we got a backup point guard finally. Yeah, he, yeah, he definitely did. 
scored a little bit too. But, I, you know, I remember wasn't, wasn't overwhelmed. I remember him in college. He was on that Florida Gulf Coast team that made a run in the in the tournament like three or four years I don't ago. Remember. Yeah, he was a little point guard. He averaged like twenty eight or something points really? a game. Yeah, he was a real deal in college. But when you go to a small school mm-hmm. like that, you know you don't get a lot of publicity. So um, Georgia the other night, that was a big win. I was proud of the way they showed up. You know, a lot of those kids getting their first opportunity to play. Uh, real impressed by Pickens. Uh, what's the linebacker's Pickens, name? Pickens was great, and he's huge. I had no idea he was that big. Yeah, he and Fromm, I mean, all night long. And yeah. the big question with Fromm, I think now. He'll be dynamic next year. You, well, what is he going to do? Is he going to come back or go Fromm? pro? Yeah. Fromm's coming back. Oh, is he? Well, he you heard it announced. here, folks. No, he hasn't announced. I mean, but use your noodle. Where's he going to go in this? Where's he going to go in this? Well, he's coming off a, a mediocre year right, for right, him. Right, 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 right. He's, he knows he's got to stay. Yeah, but I, I feel like he did enough in that game where, you know, they could make the argument where, look, Pickens is in this game, you know. Uh, well, I think he's done enough in his career where you can you know, evaluate him pretty accurately. I think it's – I would lean more towards him going pro than I would most people. And I say that no, because I think, I think he's it, locked in. I think it has to do with what Tua does. I think if Tua comes back – Well, it sounds like a nice conspiracy theory, and, and it's, it's good. You know. It's numbers, Bo. It's in the universe. It's oh, everywhere. You numbers, think, mathematics. Tua's going to get his numbers? No. If Tua comes back, right? If Tua – If he comes back, then that's one more quarterback that can move up a slot. There's only a handful of them. And Eason would probably be the third best quarterback. Not Eason. Uh, Fromm would probably be the third highest rated quarterback on the board at that point, which would probably put him at the back end of the first round. And at that point, if Tua comes back, he's going pro. But if Tua goes pro, I think he comes back. Not only does that open up things in the SEC because Burrow's gone, but it also, you know, next year he'll probably be the number two quarterback getting drafted behind Trevor Lawrence. Or actually three behind Fields. Do you hallucinate often? Deep psychosis. Really? Yes. Really? Is that recommended? Sometimes. I keep having this dream that I do this, like, show with this guy Mm -hmm. for no reason whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the twilight zone. Like, I'm stuck Mm -hmm. in it. Everything. Mm -hmm. And he's got this Mm -hmm. fixation with black clothing and Jerry Glanville. I do. Come on. That's so. What is wrong with you? (laughs) You What is wrong with you? Yo, yo, yo. One of the only coaches we ever had. I love Coach Glanville. Are you kidding me? I love Coach. He's probably my favorite coach of all time. If I had to start a program today, you know who would be my guy? Uh, Dan Quinn. <laughs> What's the T-shirt for next season say for the Falcons? Because they got to have a T-shirt. I'm jacked. <laughs> They've already done that. They can they just read. Yeah. yeah, that would be He's a retro come shirt. Up with something new. I think the, the brotherhood is kind of like fizzled out too. Yeah. It's got to come up with a new oh, I know what bonding I, term. I was reading something today. Listen to this. So, you know, Snyder and the Redskins, mm-hmm. right? Apparently, Ron Rivera, who just took over, he's the new guy mm-hmm. up there, president, everything, mm-hmm. total control, mm-hmm. went in the locker room first thing this morning, first day on the job, and took out all the ping pong tables, the pool tables, the snack machines, everything, took it out. <laughs> That's hilarious. He's probably going to put them back. He's going to make them earn it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 
That's good. I mean, when you come in as a coach, there's not much you can do except something simply dramatic. Right. Just you know, run through the locker room naked. That's all. <laughs> hey guys, it's balls to the wall this year. All right? I'm your guy. We're going to be doing this every day, so I figured what a better way to get to know each other. Everybody get naked. Let's run around this thing like wild men about five times, and then we'll go out and see what they got. We'll show them Redskins. Yeah. But, I mean, that'll be interesting to see how he does up there. It's almost as if Snyder says, we've tried everything else. I just need to give somebody total control. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And stay the hell out of the picture. Well, you're better off doing that with Ron Rivera than we were with Dan, who's then had no experience. That I mean, that's one of the bad things that we've done. It's like, not only do we have Dan, who's a bad coach, but Dan's in charge of everything. Right. Well, when you have the brotherhood, you need one voice. But Richie McKay's back in it now. Richie's back he's in back. it. He's back. He's, he's finished building stadiums. And um, you know the hot dog thing's going to take care of itself. Arthur's got somebody; he's got his girl now, getting him cream and sugar. So Richie is go, going back to football, where he's so influential and <laughs> just just astute. <coughs> so we might notice new things next year on the team, like uh, like noise in the stadium. That that was one of my all time favorites, by the way. What a deep, I mean, that's just, got. if you're a free agent, right, and you've been here and you know the reputation of the city mm-hmm. and you know the crowds aren't really the best and you hear the story about them piping in, aren't you just like, I don't want to be a part of that. Oh, no, the whole thing's dirty. Yeah, I don't want to yeah, be a no. part of that. See, that's, you know, that's another thing Arthur doesn't understand, the perception that we're giving out uh, to players and prospects uh, right. in the league and in college. Right. I mean, that's not a good sight that you get on TV right. when a kid's watching us and watching how we go about our business right. and, and, and then know. hearing all the ancillary stories around it. It's horrible PR. And how you how you take care of the guys that you have. I mean, what I always think about is Mark Cuban with the Dallas Mavericks, mm-hmm. right? And, and that's the one thing that this Hawks group, this Hawks ownership, they, they really get. Like, this is, I mean, we were there the other night. Who the hell would want to play there every night? They got celebrities on the court, mm-hmm. you know, beautiful mm-hmm. women, great arena. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just a, it's a cool vibe. Right. And, they, and they take care of their people. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. What kind of co- what kind of contract John Collins gets? I think they're going to pay mm-hmm. him. I think they almost have to pay oh, him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's locked in. Yeah, they got to pay him. And then and, also, and the other thing is, you know, I, I think John needs a little bit of an attitude adjustment. Not much, you know, a little tweaking. That's right. all. You know, John is like, you know, like walking around like the fair-haired boy. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm the guy. You know, and all the climbing. Where's John? When's he coming? No, I'm back. Come on. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, you're. Imagine if he had a little streak in. Imagine if he had just a little Ivan Johnson. Oh, boom! <laughs> you know, thank you. <laughs> thank we, you, man. You know what? We had we had Zaza. Zaza was real. A lot of people thought that was phony, but no. I mean, he's he's a nice guy, and he's all. But he yeah. he'd give you a cheap shot. Yeah, yeah. Just of to course. Look at you. Right. Right now, he's cheap shotting somebody mm-hmm. in a bar. Mm-hmm. I remember like Miami's uh, uh, rationale going against uh, Kevin Garnett, you know, would be like right down, you know, as they're running down the floor, punch him in the face. <laughs> Early yeah. in the game. Right. Early in the game. It'd take him out of everything. Done. Take him out. Right. 
Well, if you yeah, if you're Kevin Just be Garnett, discombobulated. If you're seven two, uh, <laughs> you know, one hundred and fifty pounds jumping up <laughs> to tag you on a boom. boom. Somebody's going to pay for this. But, uh, you know, taking care of your own. That's why it surprises me for the Braves recognizing the importance of Josh Donaldson. You know, uh, it seems what we're hearing that they've upped it to four years, which is dangerous for a mid-market team like us. But I think that shows how important he is to our who we are, right, and who we, who we want to be. To we are, uh, who we are immediately. And, and we just are at the immediate stage. It's no, you know, we're, we're here now. Right. We're here now. I mean, we're not complete, but we're here to contend and with a little bit of um, a little bit of luck. I just put Sports Illustrated yesterday. He's <clears throat> or I just read yesterday his early prediction for uh, World Series is uh, Braves and Yankees. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is nice. I mean, obviously, you know, it doesn't mean Shiola. No, I, I like his off-season moves, and I like the guy's attitude, and I like everything he says. I'm talking about Anthropolis. Right. Hey, but, you know, here's here's the doomsday scenario for me, because the teams that are in this are the Twins and the Nationals. I'd rather them go to Minnesota just because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want him in Washington because if it's going to be a four-year deal, he'd be a pain in the ass for the mm-hmm. next four years. And mm-hmm. you just hate to see that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like seeing Neek in a Clippers, yeah. you know. Yeah, and no. he was only here for a year. Right. It just feels right. But if he does sign somewhere else or something else happens, then your your contingency plans are going to be trading for Chris Bryant for the Cubs. You and I don't want him. No. Arenado, he's on a one- or two-year deal. He's well, going to be he's gone. He's gone. Yeah, so I, he's I, already signed, right? Right. Yeah. But he can opt out. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's the deal. At the end of two years? At the end of two years. Well, what are we going to do for this year? Well, that's what I'm saying. If you traded for Arenado, you would have him for two years, and then he would opt out, and you'd be gone, and you'd have to give up all your farm for him. They just acquired Arenado. No, no, he's still with the Rockies. Oh, Arenado. Arenado. I thought you were talking about Renata. No, no, no. No, Arenado. Anyway. So those are your plans, and both of those plans involve getting rental players for two years, maybe one year in Brian's case, and giving up a farm for him. You see, I don't like that. I don't like that either. I'd rather overpay for Donaldson. I I, I like the way Anthopoulos is going about it. You know, he's not reaching. He's not trying to pull. He still hasn't traded any of these guys. He hasn't traded anybody. Think about that. We still haven't traded anybody. Well, we were in a building mode. Now it's time. Now is time where you can say, all right, you know, it's time to get over the hump. Right. Well, Time to make that last move. Here's the thing I think he's counting on when he looks at this team. Everybody's talking about this top-of-the-line rotation. We need this guy. I think he looks at Tuki Toussaint, you know, Kyle Wright, you know, Ian Anderson, all these top prospects, and he's thinking, if I get anything like I got out of Soroka or Freed last year, like I did that and Freed and Soroka take the mm-hmm. next step, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, hell, we got them. Mm-hmm. We got those guys. Yeah, and you, you, we still don't know. Or at least I'm I'm playing the party line, but we still don't know about Newcomb. Right, Newcomb he could go either way. I don't know. I I'm, I'm not I'm not optimistic. You talk about a guy who needs a killer mentality. I would love to see him out there with just a little bit of dominance because he's he ought to be wired and he ought to be monitoring what's going through his mind in between pitches. You know, and if he's looking at the blonde in the second <coughs> row, we got a problem. All right. <laughs> Right. If he's thinking pitch selection, all right, now we're in the right ballpark. But um, I don't know what it is with him, but it just doesn't instill confidence. You know, it looks like everything is like the biggest pitch in the world and the weight of the world is on him. But the thing with him is it just goes on and off so quick. 
He'll get the first two guys out, mm -hmm. wham, bam. You're like, oh, he's got and it. And then all three. of a sudden, it's a walk, it's a walk, it's a walk, it's a bloop single, it's a three-run homer, and you're down 5-2. Yeah. I mean, and same thing with Fulte. So, But I do. I mean, these guys are young, right? Mm -hmm. You know, oh, they, yeah. you got Hamels. Tehran's oh, yeah. yeah. gone. Yeah. You don't have to worry about his nonsense every fifth day. So I think they've got those guys in-house, and I they might make another trade. <clears throat> They might make well, another I, trade. I guess it all depends on the Donaldson thing. That's it. You can't do anything till you figure out what he's going to do. But think about it where his deal went, Bo, from 3 for 75 to 4 to 91 to 4 to 100. 4 to 112 was the last I saw. Really? Yeah. Just crazy That's crap. almost $30 million a year. If that's true, then we got to be out. If that's true, I'm going to buy a glove. <laughs> I'm getting out there. Yeah. God, man, we got to find a way to keep him. I mean, what's another 12? Well, it's 17 it, it million. Depends, it depends <clears throat> on the, the immediacy of, of our talent. Are we ready to make a dynamic move at a World Series championship? Are we ready? That has to come from Anthopolis and, and Anthopolis. No one else in the organization could make that call. Well, you know, the, the argument was. Talking about Schuerholz and McGurk. Are you kidding? <laughs> They're trying to figure out what tassel loafers to wear today. It's a tough decision. It's a tough decision. Every morning you got to look at them. You got to say socks or no socks. Well, that's a little nippy. It's a little nippy. Do I put a uh, do I put a belt on today or suspenders? Harriet, where's my belt with the little whales on it? The pink one. I don't want any questions whether I'm a pussy or not. Let's just let everyone know. He does. He pulls his shorts up above his belly button. Walks around. Yeah. Saw him at East Coast. I saw Easter brunch. Oh, boy, was he decked out for Easter brunch. Ooh, oh, yeah. Had the sunglasses on, the, mm. the croakies in case he gets caught in a windstorm. You know, right. his sunglasses right, right, blow right, right, off, right, right. right? The top was down on the 500. Oh, you know? Wow. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Johnny boy here. Oh, well. I'm sure that you guys. Baseball are... has more of those guys than any <clears throat> other sport. It's because it's old timey. It's old money. It's old, you know, and it's like you get these characters that evolve into these jobs. <clears throat> like there's no, no, nothing in the world that Schulholz could have done to earn him that, the role that we've given him. And also Kansas City game. There's nothing. You're talking about a Hall of Famer, Bo. That's a disgrace. That, 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 that's, that's worse than Dooley Field. Is it really? Yeah. Is it worse mm -hmm. than Dooley Field? Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah. by the way, one last thing on Georgia. I like the, uh, the Zeus kid, running back. Yeah. Yeah, I liked yeah. him, man. He yeah. showed some toughness. They're going to be good next year. They're going to be very good. Especially very if Rom comes back. They got to play at Alabama next year? I think so. Yeah, at Alabama early in the season. We should go. We should break into the Bobock.com piggy bank and we should go. You think? Yeah. Tommy? Yes. You think we should go? Uh-huh. See? Tommy, our tour manager. <laughs> he wears so many hats. <laughs> Is it 20 miles? Yeah. Yeah, 20 miles down the road. Yeah, don't worry. We'll get out. Stop the bus. Well, that's it, man. That's all I got. I got uh, Hawks tonight, Hawks Celtics. I'm going on Monday. We got the Pacers at home. I hope we have a great 2020. 
I feel yeah, like it's we, time. It's time. I feel it. You talking about for Atlanta sports, for Bobach.com, for me? Yeah. For all of us. For all of us. Oh, big things. Damn. Damn. See you, everybody. <clears throat> Oscar De Laurenta, y'all.